Just Losers podcast, episode one, the inaugural uh, maiden voyage uh, of the podcast. Uh, I'm Paul. I'm Casey. And we are, uh, we're going to be coming to you hopefully once or twice a month talking about sports, uh, a little right. pop culture mixed in there. Uh, but today we're going to stick to what I think the two of us know best, and that's NBA basketball. Yeah. Um, so we're winding down the end of the year in the NBA. Playoff hunt is on. We're past trade deadline. The uh, the tank for Zion, Zion Williamson yeah. is happening. Looks that's like right. the Knicks are going to win that in spades. Sure does. Um, we can talk more about that if we really want to. But what we really want to talk about being from Portland, being some diehard Blazer fans is... Yeah. Casey, how about them Blazers? How about them Blazers? Uh, the, the the road trip, the recent road trip was pretty good. A 5-2 and two, uh, on a seven-game stand is, is excellent for the Blazers. I mean, they've, they've had a pretty rough go on the road this year, being 15-17. and 17. Um, So I thought it was pretty strong, despite even even with the, the, the last, the seventh game, the Memphis loss. So, you know, you're looking at a possible 6-1 and one road trip. Um, but I, you know we've been we've been playing pretty well, I thought I think. So it, it seems like the the whole concept of this team took a different turn right after the trade deadline. That's right. After you know getting Rodney Hood for a song, picking mm-hmm. up Ennis Cantor on uh, a minimum salary, and uh, really just kind of adding a little bit of nasty to the yeah. team. And I've been saying for years. I mean, you know that. You know, we talk about Draymond Green, you and I sometimes about how God, we'd love him if he were a Blazer, but we hate him yeah. out there. And you mm-hmm. know, and it's just you need that guy who's just not afraid to mix it up. And That's like right. we've seen Myers do it a little bit yeah. when he plays Boogie. We've seen Zach Collins do it. And Zach Collins, I mean, he's he's got a chip on his shoulder, he but does. he's a he's a twenty year old white yeah. kid mm-hmm. from Vegas. He's not exactly, you know, your enforcer type. No. Um but I'll tell you, like this team's got some nasty in it now, mm-hmm. and that's with Evan Turner hurt. I agree. And out there, but Rodney Hood's mixed it up. I mean, yeah. Nurkic. Uh, I think the stat was last year Nurkic led the NBA in most like shots to the face. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't guys love that. hitting him in the face. Yeah. Um, that uh, that Oklahoma City game that we both went to uh, mm. was the most playoff atmosphere of a regular season game that I've been to in a long time. Yeah, Motor I agree. Center was loud. Um, the, the it was chippy, very chippy. Uh, it always <laughs> it centered around Nurk every time it was yeah. chippy. But uh, it was I mean we came away with a loss and that's okay because I think more important than the win and the loss of that is that we're not going to be intimidated by anybody. No, um, So where do you think we end on this? Like right now, it's it's this is this cluster of teams in the Western Conference. Yeah, right. Where where you can finish anywhere from realistically third to eighth right yeah where do you think we finish what's your what's your take uh i could see us going probably i'd say five i don't I, um i agree i don't yeah. i don't see us dropping below utah uh, um, and san antonio and the clippers i think we'll we'll keep at least that pace up i mean oklahoma's been playing pretty well for the most part well they've been they've been having kind of a rough go other than playing us um houston's just playing really well Denver and obviously Golden State are at the top. So I mean, if, if anybody we pass, it's Oklahoma, and it, it looks like that there's a pretty decent chance that we'll play Oklahoma in the series. Although it's, it's kind of a little, <laughs> it's a little early to tell, and um, but I think that would be a great that'd be a great matchup. Um, I mean, even, even though we were own four this year. Well, yeah, it's early them. to speculate, but God, wouldn't that be fun? That would be. Isn't a lot that of fun. what you want to see though? Is you want to see you want to see the teams that 
genuinely do not like each other playing yeah. each other. Yeah, I'd at love some that. point in the playoffs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And like, you can talk about not liking Golden State. Like Denver is kind of here or there. Like, I, it's kind of hard for anyone to dislike Denver or anyone to really like Denver. Yeah, they're just kind of they're, sure. they're kind of new on the scene, but. I think you can easily say that Russell Westbrook's one of the most hated players in the NBA. Oh, yeah. You know, unless you're an Oklahoma City fan, in which case you love the yeah. guy. You can also uh, say Ed Nurkic is one of the most hated. You know, you, you hear a lot of players. Absolutely. You hear a lot of players that, that, you know, he gets under their skin. So, you know, a playoff series with a guy like Westbrook and a guy like Nurkic who clearly don't really like each other is going to be that's <laughs> going to be great. Even, I, I, even think for a, I think it's good TV. And oh, I think, yeah. I think whatever we can do to, I mean, let's, let's call it what it is. We're not a title contender this year. Right, no. maybe maybe we won't run a title contender in ten years. Who knows? Yeah, but you need to you need to build momentum, and you need to do it sooner than later. That's and right. I, I don't I don't want to start off our first podcast by being pessimistic. We're but your fans. That's but just... if but if yeah, well we're we're gracious losers. Yeah, if we can't get out of the first round, I have to think Terry Stotts loses his job. That's probably that's probably true. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. I don't, I don't think that it's a massive. I don't. I mean. I think there's a lot of people, maybe on Blazers Edge, maybe on some of the other fan posts that are going to say, oh, yeah, well, we could get Mark Jackson or we could get um, uh, Jeff Van Gundy or we could get you know one of these coaches. I don't think people are beating down the door to come coach in Portland. No, and I don't know if I want any of those guys necessarily. <laughs> I personally think if Terry Stotts was to be fired, you'd see a, maybe an, in, an in-house hire is my guess. Yeah. I, you know, it makes sense. Uh, Vanderpool or... Uh, Tibbetts, possibly. I mean, sure, They're both. Sure, feels like Vanderpool's the guy. I I would if, guess so. If if you know, that were to happen. So I think there's a lot of pressure on this team. Yeah. A lot oh of yeah. Pressure on Stotts. Yeah. To uh, and you'd think there's a lot of pressure on Olshay as well because he is the the architect. But I mean, I don't know if there's enough brass around that would fire Olshay. Yeah, maybe not. I really don't know. Uh, I think he is a he's a used car salesman. Yeah, and I think he's real good at it. Yeah, and I mean I I I'd have to look it up. I don't know if he's ever actually been fired from a position. I think he's resigned. He resigned or take or took a different job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where he was. I at think before. he knows when the going gets tough. He Clippers. bails. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah, he came from the Clippers. That's right. Yeah. Because he was he orchestrated the Chris Paul trade. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of good for the Clippers. Yeah. Honestly. He's done. I mean, he's done. A I think pretty, it's pretty good job here for the yeah. most part. People people lose their crap about Evan Turner and Myers Leonard and Mo and yeah. those contracts, but like realistically, he's done a good job. I think. I think it's been a pretty mixed bag, but compared to a lot of other GMs in the league, I think he's done pretty well, and uh, he's got a, there's a great coaching staff lined up, and um, yeah, other than those three three contracts, which are haven't been, weren't great, but that summer there was a lot of money and not not the best. Of players to be draft or uh, you know signed, well, no. so it's like t- money just kind of went out there, and you know you saw Mozgov getting a bunch of money, and um, as much as you know a lot of people don't like Turner, he still is a he's a great bench player who has a lot of you know um, experience in the playoffs, and you know d- 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 does pretty well. So I like him. Yeah, it's not like, perfect, and it's not worth the money. Yeah, um, I don't I don't like sixteen million dollar a year Evan Turner. Yeah. But I like Evan Turner. Yeah, um, uh, the Myers contract's a little rough. As much as I love Myers as a person, he seems like a great guy. Uh, he's had a pretty rough go of it with some injuries and then just looking super not confident at all out there. Uh, well, maybe it's fortunate, maybe it's unfortunate, depending on your, your viewpoint of it, but he's out of the rotation now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make the argument Zach's out of the rotation now. No, he is. Um, yeah. 
you know, and the part of that's cancer. And cancer brings a, a different dimension. I guess that kind of leads to my next point is, so you got Rodney Hood, right? And you got Ennis Cancer. And you got them both for a song. They're both expiring. That's right. Are they rentals? Do they play past this season in Portland? Um, that's a tough question. I'm not sure... I don't, I, you know, I think, I, I, I'm guessing that neither one of them will stick around. Although, you know already that Portland really liked Cantor giving them that, um, that, the contract, the, uh, what, two years ago. Oh, that offer sheet. That yeah. offer sheet, yes, the yeah. offer sheet. Um, and then obviously got matched by. Uh, it was Oklahoma City Oklahoma. that matched it. Yeah. Um, and they moved him to, to New York. So, so I think out of the two, I think, I feel like the chance that Cantor would, uh, Cantor staying is higher just because it seems like he really loves it here. Um, and he has really embraced all that, but it's hard. It's hard to say. We have, we have such so, so many issues with our money that uh, I don't know if we can afford either. It's hard to say. I don't, I don't think Hood comes back. No. Um, I also don't think there's much of a market for Rodney Hood. As as good as he can be in stretches. Yeah. I, I think we've seen that there's not much market for the guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's much market for Cantor. Honestly, despite the. All of the positives he can bring to the court, all the off-court stuff, I think, weighs heavily in a lot of teams. And, uh, I mean, recently, Senator Wyden went out and, and supported him, and that's fantastic, and it's, it's exactly what you would expect from a, a, a pretty progressive state like Oregon is. Yeah. But I don't know where he fits long-term on this team. Yeah. Especially if you believe the rhetoric that Neil Olshay has said about Zach Collins being a pillar yeah. and a cornerstone and a building block and all these different terms that he's used yeah. uh, to try to justify trading up and taking the kid. Yeah, I, I could see maybe Cantor having like a one year, a one year deal, like just giving Collins another year to to uh, kind of work on his game, get older, get more experienced. Yeah, like a pretty uh, deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't see Cantor getting any long term deals or being a starter in this league. He just, I just, he just has. He's a liability on defense. He's a liability with the, the pick and roll. He so. blocked the shot the other night. I saw that. I'm it just, was, I'm just gonna call it what it is. The unicorn has arrived. Yeah. There was a blocked shot yeah. by Ennis Cantor. Yeah, played right. his former team. <laughs> yeah, right. it, it was it was amazing. Yeah. Um. So maybe more important than than the potential re-signing of Rodney Hood or Ennis Cantor is. What does this team do with Jake Lehman? Yes, that is true. So that Jake is. has had a breakout year. Yes. As I don't think a lot of people predicted it, but if you if you follow the the career arc of wings under Terry Stotts, yeah, that third year is when they pop. Yeah. It's when Alan Crabb popped. It's when uh, if you want to call it a pop last year with Pat Connaughton. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, you know, well, I mean, it was his best year. It was <laughs> his best far. year. But... I mean, for him, it was a pop. Yeah. Um, but Jake's had a good year. Jake's Jake, Jake has supplied year. offense and energy and a little bit of defense here and there and a lot of athleticism. Um, when when Harkless has been out, when we, we haven't been able to to figure out what we're doing at the three. Right? Yeah. He's a restricted free agent this next year. Right? That's right. Do you think there's a market for Jake Lehman, first off? Do you think a team's gonna try to swoop in and and give him a bunch of money? I do. I would. I would say the team would do that, um, because he's a he's a long wing who can shoot the ball. He's super athletic. Um, he's looked taking a big step this year. So I could, 
I mean, if Alan Crabb's getting that that big contract like that, I, you gotta think somebody like Lehman might get might get something. Um, I don't I don't know what off the top of my head what teams have a lot of money. You know, I mean, obviously he's not he's not gonna be a going get, getting that contract right off the bat because you got a bunch of big guys you know going to teams. It's, it's more of a domino fall with him, but. Um, you gotta think someone's gonna give him some money because he looks he's looked pretty good. I mean, you gotta think someone's out there looking mm-hmm. at him. Yeah. Um, and knowing that you know our cap situation too, and knowing that even you know, uh, you make that you deal, know. you might force us to let him go or force us just to spend the money and you know go go over. I mean, Jake Lehman feels like a guy that the 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 Hornets overpay. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it just it feels like they that's a team that's like oh he's a young athletic wing that's yeah. what we need. And it backfired. They kind of did that with Batum. I mean, they didn't give up much to get Batum, yeah. honestly. But, um, yeah, I don't – I mean, I – so the Blazers are already in the tax. Yes, right? they are. Yeah. So Signing, So Charlotte, Charlotte throws a bunch of money at Jake Lehman. And mm-hmm. a bu- by a bunch of money, I mean, you know, uh, between 8 and $10 million a year. Yeah. Right? Somewhere in that, that kind mm-hmm. of range. 8 to 11 maybe a year. Do you match it? Do you keep Lehman on the roster for that? Knowing that you probably don't bring Hood back. Knowing you don't bring Hood back. Um, I think you do. I mean, I, I, you know, I'd have to look at a list of free agents. I don't know what wings are out there and, you know, the money. We don't have any money, so I, unless you're doing some sort of sign-and-trade with our first-rounder during the draft and pick, get a wing. Because we need, we need a wing, and Harkless is not the answer. Um, I mean, it's Mo March. This is when Harkless generally turns it on. I think he peaked a couple weeks early this year. Sure. He kind of came mid, mid mid February, Mo. But. Yeah, that, I mean that's fine. I just no, I get it. I don't. Yeah, he's he's just a pretty mediocre wing. I like Jake Lehman a lot. I really yeah. do, and I want to believe in the kid. But I've seen this story play out a couple times in Portland. Yeah, where we fall in love with the wing, uh, and it, it doesn't pan out. Yeah. We saw it with Rudy. Yeah. Uh, we, we saw it with, I mean, not me, but we saw it with a few people fell in love with Pat Connaughton last year. That's right. Um, I just don't know if he is the answer. And I, I'd i be hesitant to add too much salary. Yeah. Unless you are real confident that you can move all three of your expirings. That's right. Um, um, and I don't know. I think that Turner contract is an absolute... Beacon of hope next year, mm-hmm. sixteen million. Those, those are those are the, the contracts you need. That's right to make a splash on the trade deadline. That, that's correct. I I think with Lehman, um, the, the big test as to whether or not we'll keep him is the next you know the next the next month, the last the end of the season in the playoffs. How he how he responds to a playoff atmosphere, getting actual minutes. If he responds and and he plays like he has played, then I mean, maybe you have to. But uh, um, if he kind of disappears and that might make your your decision a little easier. Let's uh let, let's let's try to sell up the West. Sure. Cuz I think you can make the argument the East might actually be a little more interesting than the West, right? Yeah. The East is super interesting. Um but let's let, let's sell up the West. Let's try, let's try to sure. tie this on a nice little bow. Um I don't want to give too much time to the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Um but I think there's a couple of things that we would yeah, unless we'll you live in LA. Unless you live in LA or you're or, you know or you're a big LeBron fan, yeah. um, but let's. I mean, I. This is. I heard. Uh, I forget who wrote the article, but it was an article I read today that said this is the single most disappointing season in the history 
of the Lakers franchise. Really? And I... I'm not a Lakers fan, so I can't necessarily speak to that. But in mm-hmm. my recollection, this has got to be the most. Disappointing. Yeah, you'd think you think so. They've they've been kind of been a disappointment the last several years. But you know what? That the hope of LeBron was a pretty big deal. People thought they were going to be an automatic like at least four seed or something like that. Well, and the, the, I mean, honestly, like I think the whole idea is you don't bet against LeBron yeah. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Playoff LeBron yeah. is an absolute monster. That's right. Right, but we're not going to get playoff LeBron. We're now. not getting that. Uh, and I think a big part of it is they they thought they were going to be able to pull Paul George. Yeah, and Paul George it. shocked the world. He stayed yeah. in Oklahoma City. Yeah, right. So then, okay, well, let's plan B. Let's let's trade all of our good young assets, and let's not kid ourselves. Like they're good young assets. They are good. You might yeah. not like them as a Blazer fan, mm-hmm. but Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, even yeah. Lonzo Ball, those kids are talented. Yeah, right. You got, you got players like that who you're basically showing, like taking them up pasture, That's and right. saying we want Anthony Davis. Yeah. Right. And kudos to Dell Demps, even though he got fired for possibly for doing it, but for saying no, I you're not going to strong arm me yeah. into a deal that doesn't make sense for our franchise. Yeah. I think he he knew he was on the ropes already. I think he knew he was probably destined to be gone, and and maybe he just was like, no, this is not going to happen. Not under my watch. Yeah, yeah. not under my watch. So. As a young player, you'd have to assume fairly impressionable. These three kids, Ingram, Definitely. Kuzma, mm-hmm. Ball. But especially Kuzma to a certain degree, because he, he wasn't highly touted. He was yeah. you know, he was thought of as being kind of a role player recruit when he went mm-hmm. to Utah. Um, and he ended up being a, a great Pac twelve player, first round pick, which shocked me. The Blazers probably should have taken him over Swan again, but well, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean when, when you have the opportunity to play with, I would say probably the best player of our generation, yeah, definitely. of this generation, and then he very outwardly says like, "You're not good enough to play with me and yeah. win a title." That's got to be a morale breaker, right? Oh, it has to be, yeah. Like, how do you? I mean, like, granted, Lonzo Ball hurt his ankle; he's missed most of the season. Yeah. Brandon Ingram now has the the blood clot in his shoulder, in his shoulder, yeah. which is some incredibly scary stuff. Mm-hmm. And then poor Coos is just there. He's like, just there. Yeah. Someone passed me the ball. Yep. I, I feel like since the beginning of the season, I feel like LeBron has taken the Josh Hart over these kids. Yeah. But that being said, Ingram had a, a, a very efficient stretch here before he got he, hurt. He, was, had been he was starting well. to come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's super young. I mean, he still can in the future. But Yeah. As our, as, as our buddy Brandon says all the time, like Brandon Ingram was destined for greatness until they filled... You know, he's a LeBron-sized problem yeah. in his way. Yeah. I think yeah. LeBron knows he's getting older and knows this is it's getting to be a last chance for some, some championships. And he's he, obviously he's, he's not handling it super well. He's, he's uh, patience with these kids. Well, no. But, I mean, and you got to with the young guys, you know. You have, a, have to have a little patience. You I, have to teach and, and, you know, stuff like that. But I think he thought no he was going teaching. into his... No, no. There's no teaching going on. No, there's not, but... I, I don't care what you say about LeBron. The guy, mm-hmm. the guy is no, not a not. teammate. Period. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't make people around him better. Yeah. And like just because getting you get assists doesn't yeah. make you a good teammate. That's true. Right. Um. I I don't think any of these kids are getting better. In fact, they're probably they're probably taking a step back all this year. Yeah. Because they're having to deal with the drama that surrounds LeBron the whole and wanting to get rid of him. LeBron. Yeah. I want to know who made the decision. Who's calling the shots in LA? Is it is it Magic? Is it LeBron? Is it yeah. the 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 puppet GM they have? Yeah. There. Who's who made the brilliant decision here? Like, hey, you know, a really fit next to LeBron, 
a center who can shoot threes. Yeah. Where can we find one? Yeah. Oh, we got this guy named Brooke Lopez. He's really good at it. We can get him on the cheap. You know what? No, let's give that money to, to JaVale McGee yeah. and Lance Stevenson. Yeah, there was a report today that the, the coaching staff begged the front office to to keep Lopez, keep Randall. Um, so, I mean, it's an interesting <laughs> thing to come out right now. It's it's this shows a, throws another uh, just you know another issue in that in that whole team it's, there. Oh man, it's a mess. It's it's disgusting. Yeah. But they're out of the playoffs, so we're they're all we can all rejoice so, on that. Yeah. The last piece of the West I want to talk about the Sacramento Kings. They faded right now. The Sacramento yeah. Kings. I'm not gonna lie, man. I didn't see this coming. No, I didn't either. I seemed like a kind of a put together kind of ragtag. You know, we got a bunch of young people, going, a bunch of young guys, a bunch of older guys. And then it kind of this year is it kind of came together. I mean, is it is it bad to say I'm kind of a Kings fan? No, it's not bad. Like they're no. fun to watch. I mean, Darren Fox is electric. He's, he's amazing. Um, uh, Bogey Bogdanovich mm-hmm. is, is a a crafty wing. Um, That's right. Uh, Buddy Heald actually looks like he might be an NBA player. I think he is. I think uh, that that trade looks better now because at first it was like really Buddy Heald. I don't know. Yeah, well, the trade makes sense when Boogie got hurt. Sure. You know, yeah. uh, it's the whole hindsight thing again. But, like, uh, Marta ba- Bagley looked like a hell of a player this last couple of weeks until he hurt his knee. Yeah, he hurt his knee, yeah. Uh, he looked really good. That's right. Really, really mm-hmm. good. And, like, the, the role players look good. Mm-hmm. Like, Belitza. Yeah. And uh, Collie Stein Collie has Stein. had a pretty efficient yeah. year. I mean, I think he's gone after this year, but it's sad because I, I wanted to believe. I yeah. wanted to, I thought it would be really fun to watch Golden State and Sacramento yeah. in a first-round mm-hmm. series just to see the kids in Sacktown just try to run up and down That'd the floor and mm-hmm. just see if they could just yeah. make it attract me. And it, it would feel a different cast, obviously, but it would feel a lot like when the Kings tried to do that when they had Stojakovic mm-hmm. and Weber and yeah. Divac and Bibby and That's all right. those kids, and they were running against the Lakers. Yeah. You know, and they said like, "Hit me in the face, you're not gonna knock me out." Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna take your punch, fighting. and we're gonna, we're keep gonna fight, fight, and we're yeah. gonna crawl, and we're gonna shoot a ton of threes, and we're gonna see what happens. Yeah, it was fun basketball. I don't see that in in the West, except for the Blazers, Oklahoma City series, possibly. Yeah, uh, I think the Rockets, whoever they play in the first round, is almost must see TV because it, as much as people want to crap on James Harden for being yeah. selfish. He's fun to watch because yeah. you he at any time yeah. he can go for sixty. That's true. At any time. It yeah. I mean, what what would you rather see? Like a Houston, Utah, Houston, L. A. Clippers, Houston. I think Utah beats San Antonio. Them. Utah beats the Houston. I think Utah. I, beats I think that'd be a great series. I, I think, I think Utah series. beats them. I think it. it I Utah mm. is very underrated. Yeah. Okay. I think I think Houston runs right through San Antonio. I think so too. And they run right through the Clippers. That's yeah. Agreed. Um, I think those two are the weakest of the of the. They eight. Sir, yeah, they are. Yeah. I think the Clippers are are really interesting because they're trying yeah. to clear cap space. They have a, mm-hmm. they don't have a star. They traded their one star they had was Tobias Harris. That's right. And they traded him. They got a bunch of just talking about a ragtag team. Like, yeah, very ragtag. Like, yeah. But they're all good basketball players. Yeah, and Doc's it's, Doc's a good coach. As much as you know, you might. Doc is really. I mean, this has been a hell of a year. Let's talk about the East. The East is where I, I never thought I'd do this as a basketball fan. The East is where. Most of my attention is right yeah. now because it's wide open. Mm-hmm. You got legitimately four teams, and I 
sorry to Pacer fans out there. There's probably none in Portland, but no. But if Definitely. you are a Pacer fan, I'm hey, sorry. You might not... be, have a little Nate McMillan fan, a little uh, Sabonis. No, no one's a Nate McMillan fan. Nah, fair enough. Uh, no, no one wanted to see ISO ball. The, I don't think the Pacers right now are the three seed. They're not the third best team in the East. Yeah. That's not even close. So. No. So I'm excluding them from this conversation, but I think there's four legit teams in the East that at any point can catch fire and win the East. And I think this is the first year in a while, even the year that Cleveland won, Mm-hmm. This is the first year in a while I think that a team from the East legitimately could take Golden State to the limit. Yeah, like and yeah. I think any of those four. I agreed. Could. You're talking Milwaukee, Toronto, Philadelphia, Boston. Yep. That was okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that the the most interesting team of the bunch. And I, I I I want to talk about the Bucks because I, I think the what the Bucks are doing is amazing. Mm-hmm. That roster construction, the way they're playing. Uh, Getting Coach Bud in there is fantastic. I want to talk about the Bucks, but I, I kind of yeah. want to talk really quickly about the Celtics. Yeah. Because I just have this weird gut feeling Boston's coming out of the East. You think so? And I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. Yeah. I definitely don't want it. I got this weird feeling they're going to somehow gel. You think they're going to turn it on? I think they're going to turn it on. Okay. I think, I think if they can get past the, 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 the faux leadership, the LeBron school of leadership, that Kyrie Irving is trying to show right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I think this team can catch fire. They got they got pieces that when hot are very dangerous. Guys yeah. like Rogier, mm-hmm. guys like Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, their team is super dangerous. I mean, they're, it's they're, basically the same team, but with Hayward. Uh, uh, yeah, Hayward. You know, back this year, and then and Irving and Irving. Irving missed the whole so, playoffs last exactly. year. Exactly. So you'd think, you know. In the beginning of the year, you're like, "Well, this team is gonna take the East. It's just gonna happen." Yeah. You know, but they that, that hasn't been the case. So, I I could see you had a little twinkle in your eye when I said the Bucks. Let's talk about the Bucks. Yeah. Let's talk about the Bucks because the Bucks are. It's a fun team. God, they're a fun team, yeah. and they they built it the right way. They 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 have a, a young star who can dunk whenever he wants to dunk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. I went to the Milwaukee game here at the Moda Center this year, and it was just, it was, Giannis is the youngest guy on the floor, and he looked like... It was a rough game. Like the crappy... We won. <laughs> oh. We won the game. I'm thinking of a different game. But anyway. they, they got Chris Middleton, yeah. who's an incredibly underrated player. Mm-hmm. Eric Bledsoe, all of a sudden, is becoming really good yeah, at being a point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went out and got Miritich at the deadline for a song. That was a, that was a big pickup. A big pickup. Yeah. And, like, arguably, Giannis aside, their MVP might be Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Like, that dude can play. And yeah, he won Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he was a second-round pick. I get all that. But, like, yeah. he's really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Can anyone beat him? Right now, they seem pretty fairly... I mean, I mean, Golden State can be anyone. Well... You're talking... I'm talking uh, the but, East. Let's talk the East. You're talking the East. Yeah. I, I mean, Toronto's still been playing pretty well. I think I feel like Toronto might have, a, have the best chance out of all the teams. And, of course, Philadelphia has a lot of talent. ton of talent. Who knows if they can put it together? I don't see them pulling it together. I don't. I don't think they do either. It's a lot of. It's a lot of. It's a lot of pieces. A lot of ego, with that team. So and no depth. And no, not a lot of depth. Yeah. No depth. They're, I mean, arguably their best bench player is T.J. McConnell. Yeah, and that that's rough. It's not gonna do it. Yeah, and he's a great he's a great bench player, but yeah. and that's your sixth man. Maybe maybe not great. Yeah. About the hottest team in the East right now, the Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons. Yeah. They have been on fire. It's been twenty twenty games. From Andre Drummond every yeah. night. Blake Set Griffin has been efficient, which That's is right. bizarre for a guy yeah. who lost all his athleticism. Yeah. 
They're getting good minutes out of Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson all of a sudden I don't, playing. I don't... Luke Kennard yeah. looks like he actually is worth the draft pick. Yeah. What, what happens if the Pistons end up in that sixth seed? And they get Indiana at the three. I mean, that that would seem like the one of the best upset possibilities, Right. I would say. I mean, I'd have to say Detroit wins the I think, series, you right? know, coming in hot, yeah. Of course, they, they definitely could. Um, Man, that puts them against possibly Toronto. That's right. I mean, you, you definitely want to avoid Milwaukee as long as you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's looking like Milwaukee's going to end up against Boston or Philly. What a first-round series that's, that's that is. tough. Either one of those will be, will be mean, a great series. Because you know, Bob, as, as poor as they've been playing, you know they're going to step up a little bit. Well, there's bad blood there, well. too. There's bad blood. There's yeah. bad blood there. I Honestly, that's all I want, I think. Now that I think about it, all I want is a Boston-Philly first-round matchup yeah. and an Oklahoma City-Portland. Yeah. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. You want some battles. I want I want to see some nasty, gritty, like, yeah. I, I want to foul you hard mm-hmm. basketball. I want to. We need. We need some game sevens. We need some seven. Seven game Kinda series. So. Like I, I mean. I mean. Last year. I remember last year. The first round was pretty. Was pretty good. From what I remember. Like there were some great matchups. But like yeah, except to, for <laughs> except for Portland. Except for Portland. We need to talk about that. But, New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. But it, you know. Then once we got to the second round, everything was. I don't remember exactly, but everything was like four one. I feel like in sweeps, and it was just like yeah, it got really boring. But that first round, all those games are really tight and really fun. Uh, and I hope that it's like that this year. But you know. I, f- I feel like some of the second thir- second round games and, and past will be um, even better than, than last year. So then you you don't in the East you don't want to count like a Brooklyn team. I, you know they're not gonna they're not gonna win the first round, but they're pretty scrappy and they've been playing pretty well. I can't believe how good they are. Yeah, yeah. I really can't. I I didn't think D'Angelo Russell was a good player. Yeah, he's proved me wrong. I I had reservations about Karis LeVert. Yeah, who missed a lot of the year to be mm-hmm. fair, but like he's looked real good he's, in the court. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that team is—they gotta be like one of the best up and coming teams out there. The Sacramento of the East, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Mean, and then the Hornets, <laughs> the poor Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. I just can they get out of their own way? Does Kemba stay? Yeah. If they make that eight spot, there's yeah, but three at least three teams that are really battling for it. With I mean, Washington's not going to get it, but is uh, Kemba going to resign? Uh, I feel like he's probably not. I feel like he wants to go somewhere else. That's not break my heart. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've done this like one eighty where like I watched Kemba when he played for UConn and I was like that guy's cocky. Yeah, he's just he's not my thing. Yeah. Not my thing. Not my brand of basketball. And I've done a complete one eighty and I'm just like God. Like he means more to that franchise than anyone they've had. Yeah, maybe since Zoe. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they love him. And. Oh God! I I just I wish they'd give that guy some help. Yeah, that team is just you know? perpetually and mediocre. Not, not Kid Gilchrist, not no. Marvin Williams, not Malik Monk. Yeah. Not like, it's like scrub after scrub after scrub, and they're yeah. just not helping the poor guy out. Yeah, I mean, like, all the reports that they had a, an opportunity to get Mark Gasol in the hangup was they didn't want to move Malik Monk, and it's yeah. like, dude, you really think the Malik kid, the Monk kid is, is J.R. Smith? Yeah. The kid's J.R. Smith with less tattoos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to make that jump, you know, go in, oh. trade Malik Monk, get yourself a center, make a Just, run at the playoffs. You know, anything so can happen, bad. especially in the East. It's so bad. Yeah. I I feel bad. And then you got the uh, the you know the tank for Zion. I mean, like you said, the Knicks the Knicks are really working that one for sure. But you know, you still got Phoenix. But if Phoenix gets the number one pick, are they are they really are they going to take Zion? I mean. I, I mean, can you I, play Zion and Aiton together? 
can Phoenix? Oh, we're playing fantasy GM now, but can if if Phoenix gets the number one pick? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not 100 percent sure you can play Zion and Aiton together. Yeah. Like he said. Mm-hmm. Do you come to New Orleans and you say, "Hey, I'll give you the pick that gets you Zion, mm-hmm. and I'll give you whatever else you need, whether it's." Uh, they have a lot of wings. Whether it's Bridges, yeah. whether it's uh, Josh Jackson, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. Bender. Bender would be a young piece that maybe they might. I don't know. I think no one's interested in. Bender, no one's but, interested in Bender. Um, like said, but you have those, you have those, those pieces. And you say, hey, yeah. what, what if I give you that? And you you mm-hmm. uh, send old Anthony Davis our way. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to make AD happy. It's going to be a rental unless you can talk him into the Paul George treatment. Yeah, for sure. Right, but. Even a guy like Ubre, you know, I mean, oh, the Ubre is a restricted free agent. Is he a restricted free agent? He's a restricted free agent. That dude is gonna get paid. He will get paid. Yeah, because he has been lights out mm-hmm. since he came to Phoenix. He's been amazing. I mean, first off, let's not kid ourselves. The 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 Suns aren't getting the number one pick, even if they finish because the top the top the top three the bottom three mm-hmm. in the standings are supposed to have equal odds. Yeah. So says the NBA of winning the draft lottery. If the Knicks are in there, the Knicks are winning the draft lottery. Yeah. Just like the old, okay. the old Ewing thing, huh? The Knicks are getting there unless somehow, some way, no. the Lakers win the draft lottery. Oh, man. And I'll tell you right now. The odds of that are... If the Lakers win the draft lottery, I don't know if I can take the NBA seriously anymore. No. They're not winning it. It's not happening. I hope not, but... It's not. It's not going to happen. There's uh, no way. I also don't know if LeBron wants to play with a rookie. Yeah. He sure as hell doesn't want to play with Ingram, Kuzma, no. and Ball. No. He wants to play with Lance, Stevenson, and... I guess. JaVale Does McGee. <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't think... The thing is, he wants to play with... He wants to play with his guys. Yeah. I still can't believe they didn't sign Carmelo. Yeah. I... Well, I think the plan was to do that, but then they, they, they started losing a bunch of games. And, <laughs> and it's like... I think it was like, do you really want to come here now? I mean, what's the point, you know? The point I, was to for him to come, go there, and... And uh, help help them with their playoff run. Does he play again? Does he play again? Does Carmelo play again? That's a NBA? tough question. I could I could see him, depending on what the Laker roster is, maybe going there next year. But he can't be done. Right? I I think he's pretty close to done. I you mean, you've, so? you've seen him play the last year or two. He's it's looked pretty. Good. It's looked pretty rough. It's not good. He, he he might get a chance in a LeBron team somewhere. How does Carmelo have a shorter career than Vince Carter? That's crazy to me. Yeah. He didn't really develop much of a shot. He just he doesn't play defense. I you know I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just isn't in it. Maybe it's your, you know his heart he got paid. In the game. So here's something I saw yesterday. Yeah, that I thought was really interesting. Did you see the dunk that Derek Jones Jr. had? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So that's got to be. It was it was so impressive. I showed my wife, mm-hmm. who doesn't care about basketball at all, but I showed it to her, and she said, "Wow." That guy has a great wingspan. Yeah. I've never been more proud of my wife for... for talking about wingspan. Talking about wingspan. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, but that was one of the... That's got to be one of the best in-game dunks I've ever seen. That was a great dunk. Yeah. It's I mean, up his, there. His head... I swear, he was, his head was over the rim at one point. Everything was over yeah, the everything rim. Yeah, everything was over, you know. His whole body was over the rim body. at one point. He yeah. space jammed it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I mean, first off, like, it's a great jam, but can we talk about how bad that pass was? Yeah. That was, like, arguably... One of the worst out, yeah. probably who the worst. It? I didn't see you through it. I didn't see no, you through it. Well, yeah. I, mean, I can't even tell you five people on the Miami Heat. That's, roster. that's true. Yeah. Um, right <laughs> now, but I think that it, 
that might have been the worst completed alley-oop pass I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it was so far above the rim and out of his reach, and yeah. somehow and he so got he up grabbed and got it. it. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube it. it YouTube it. You're, it, it really is an impressive dunk. He throws it down left-handed, which I don't even think the kid's left-handed. Yeah, no. I don't uh, it yeah, it, it, it's incredible. Anyway, I, I yeah, that that was the, the best thing I've seen in a, in quite a while. What are you uh What are you gonna watch this week, Case? What am I gonna watch? What's What's coming up this week that you're excited about? Well, you know, I got my dad that comes over every every mon uh every Saturdays. It was Monday, and we <laughs> we, we we just pick a random movie to watch. Usually one that he hasn't seen. Yeah. Um, we watched the original Blade Runner nice. on Saturday. Nice. Uh, I hadn't seen that in ages. Great movie. I know there's there's many different cuts of Blade Runner, but this was the final cut, which is like, you know, the director's cut pretty much. And I think we're going to watch the new one, the new Blade Runner. 2048. Um, 2048, which I, which I have not seen. I've heard Me great either. things. Me either. Um, I've, I've heard great things, actually. Yeah, as of high. So I think that, that'll be the, the next the next round will be the will be Blade the second Blade Runner. Uh, okay. Yeah, what about yourself? I think what I'm going to keep an eye on this week, and I don't know how much of it I'll watch, to yeah. be honest with you, but I'll be watching the Pac-12 basketball tournament. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The Pac-12, ba- Pac-12 conference is maybe the worst conference of basketball ever this year. It's real bad. It's a pretty... But I watch it because I'm a diehard duck. Yeah, and of course. I think things are falling really in the favor of Oregon sneaking into the 60, well, it's 68 now, but the, I still call it the 64. Yeah. They they have to play a first-round game. Okay. So they didn't get a bye in the Pac-12 tournament, so they yeah. got to play Washington State, yeah. who's coached by Ernie Kent, the old Ducks coach. Oh, yeah. They're horrible. Yeah. They are, I mean, like, really no joke, they're, they're real bad. Hmm. Um, so the Ducks should be able to easily dispose of them. Yeah. And there's not really a good team in the Pac-12. Yeah. So it's pretty open. It's open. I will say uh, Oregon State swept the season series with the Ducks this mm. year. Yeah. So Oregon State worries me a little bit just because they have the Ducks number. Yeah. But the Ducks just went into Washington, who's the number one seed in the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah. Uh, and just throttled. I saw that. Yeah. Throttled UW the other night. So uh, I got this funny hunch. Ducks are going to run the table in the Pac-12 tournament. They're yeah. going to get the automatic bid. Yeah. They're going to end up being a, an 11 seed or a 12 seed. Sure. In the tournament and get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna get my hopes up. I'm gonna get super excited. My buddy Chris is gonna pick him to win the whole thing because he does it every year. Yeah, and it's gonna backfire horribly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I mean, if the if the Ducks make it to the championship game, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know, uh, they. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Nice. Every time I think they're gonna do something great, they don't. Bull Bull got hurt this oh, year. What a bummer. It's a shame. Yeah, so. that is. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, So we're going to be back on the airwaves in a couple weeks, and we're going to be talking NFL free agency. That's right. Uh, All about all the comings and goings. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're recording this on a Monday, which is March 11th, and this is the first day that they could actually negotiate. So there's a lot of stuff that we've been talking about all day, but just not on the pod. That's right, and a lot to come, too, in the next week. Oh, God, so much. So uh, we're going to talk a whole lot about the NFL and uh, the financial implications of that and how it looks. Uh, We'll be talking to you next time.